hello there. You're listening to Local Bops, a music podcast about artists, community, and craft. And I'm your host, Connor Beckett. On this episode, I'm talking to Mary Hood, a folk-inspired artist whose new music charts interpersonal drama in terms triumphant. Centered around intimate lyricism and elevated by bombastic, uplifting, and electric instrumentation. Her most recent singles, Lake Sebago and Comeback Earth, serve as impressionistic ballads on intimacy and connection, continuing some of the themes established on her 2017 stripped-down effort, Fire and Gasoline. As Mary Hood's artistry expands into more open sonic spaces, she's quickly become one of my favorite rising artists in the five boroughs. Over the course of our conversation, Mary and I spoke about influences, including our shared admiration of Fiona Apple, relocating to New York and getting her feet wet in the scene, the two-sided coin that is human interconnectedness, and her skills at naming houseplants before inevitably killing them. And as is customary, our guest was kind enough to do some acoustic versions of her recent and unreleased singles. Take a listen. So I wanted to start by talking about this juxtaposition between your two most recent singles, Comeback Earth and Lake Sebago. Lake Sebago is more of this exploration of the anxiety and fear that comes with taking the leap into a new relationship, which is kind of how Sam Sumter described it in Bands Do BK. Mm-hmm. Um, but Comeback Earth feels like a little bit more self-assured, like but still nervous. It's sort of about that energy that you have when you're first in that relationship, you know, like sort of getting comfortable with another individual. And I was, thought it was kind of interesting that there's this chronological element to these two tracks. And I was wondering if you had thought about that or if we could like just talk about the relationship with the, between these two tracks, if there was any. Um, well, I guess they were written around the same time. Um, Comeback Earth was more about like the pandemic, like during the pandemic, how like I was like, like, kind of when, like, everything just randomly shut down, mm-hmm. and, like, I was missing, like, moshing and, like, things that you take for granted, just, like, touching random strangers. Not I'm, in, like, I, a weird I, way, but, like... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I miss the pit in particular. Like, that was the one thing, like, that yeah. I kept, like, the first few weeks. I was like, get me in a pit right now. It's, like, the yes. least sanitary environment you could be, but, yeah. Yeah, anyway, just, continue. like, um, being, like, free of concern in that way, and... Yeah, that's kind of what it's about. Mm, okay. So, like, a little bit more about just sort of what, like, where your head was like at. Human like, human connection, I guess it could be tied into okay, that. Okay, gotcha, you know? yeah. um, Lake Sebago is kind of, like, about fearing human connection. And I guess, like, Comeback Earth is kind of the same, but it's like, oh, I took for granted the human connection. Now I'm just, like, making this shit up. Like, I don't know if that's really what it's about, but right yeah. now I'm, like, relating that well it's interesting too like there's just sort of you know you you, you don't know what you've got till it's gone essentially like yeah you know, um fearing that like connection but then not having it and mm-hmm. like the way those two sort of you know jive against each other it's kind of yeah. interesting that like you know that there is this connection yeah between yeah these two it singles. is i never even realized that so it's a cool point you bring up there ah, thank you you got it i am i'm insightful if anything you uh, are so let's take it back to 2017 with the release of your first effort, Fiery Gasoline. Mm-hmm. Um, it strikes me as a considerably different 
release than the music you're releasing today beyond mm. the sort of surface elements obviously you know um fire and gasoline is much more acoustic and obviously more of a solo effort in many mm. ways um i was just wondering how like you would di- differentiate that record from like what you're doing right now um not just like you know in terms of the sonic textures and what have you but just with what you're writing about and where you're at as an artist i mean i feel like i've always come back to the same themes of like loneliness and like kind of like hypocrites and like i don't know that's a random thing to say (laughs) but like i do write a lot about like um people that like hold their beliefs like strongly but like also like go against that in other ways Hmm. or like firmly believing that they're right about something but not like seeing the big picture so like fire and gasoline is actually like about that but i wrote that in college in a different place right yes but like i do find that i write about the same themes but that one's definitely more of a folky album mm-hmm. like so i was listening to different things at that time like i was listening to the tallest man on earth and shaky graves and like more like the folky like bluegrass type things fiona apple also mhm um you get a nod from the producer on that one yeah you like fiona apple She's pretty cool. <laughs> this is pretty sick. Local Bob supports Fiona. <laughs> this this has been sponsored by. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back on track. Um, yeah, so actually, Roulette, the last song of the first, I think it was the last song of the first album. It was like um, a class I was taking in my like at RCC, like Rockland Community College, was um, where you had to like write a song using the format of a song you really liked Hmm. so i used extraordinary machine by fiona apple and then like i put it to the template of roulette that like sounds different though but like you can kind of see it if you like listen to them back to back well i'm gonna have to do that after we're done recording uh cool i'm kind of interested in exploring these musical parallels between the artistry (laughs) of mary hood and fiona apple um I did want to circle back briefly to what you'd mentioned at the beginning, um, writing about individuals who are, from what I understand, ideologues, like people who are like very much set in their ways mm-hmm. um, and their reticence to change, uh, if I understand. I was just, I, I thought that was kind of an interesting touchstone mm-hmm. for your music, like both the stuff from five years ago, as well as like what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you could elaborate on that a little bit more. Well, I guess the the song that I have coming out now, Light Pollution, is kind of about that. It's, like, about, um, like, kind of not being strong in your own beliefs and, like, kind of believing other people's opinions about things over your own Mm -hmm. and, like, not knowing what's real and what's not, like, how to perceive, like, is, you know, your perception of reality the actual reality or is it something else, like... You know, everyone has their own way of looking at things. And, like, some people just think that their, you know, their way is the way. Yeah. And that's very much a universal experience for a lot of artists, too, who, you know, live in the shadow of critics who define the work, like, you know, what is subjective art in pretty concrete terms. So Mm -hmm. I imagine it's probably something that a lot of other people uh, will relate to or have related to in the past. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah. Well, we'll listen to uh, Light Pollution later on, but for the time being, I want to turn our attention to the first track that you'll be performing for us, which is entitled Lake Sebago. Uh, just if you can, can you just pull back the curtain a little bit and tell us a little bit about this track and uh, beyond what we've talked about already, already, and just, um, you know, just a little bit of additional context that might inform a informed listen. Sure. Well, I don't know if this is too personal, but... Um... It is about my drummer and I going hiking around what I thought was Lake Sebago, but it's actually not. <laughs> it's um, whole Island is, Pond. Yeah, the, the whole, whole song, song is fake. It's a lie. It's founded it's a on lie. a lie. No. But then once I realized that it was actually Island Pond, I tried to sing it and it was just like, oh God, it doesn't, doesn't scan sound as good. Well, yeah. And then I went to Lake Sebago because I was like, well, now I feel like a total poser. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of about like the beginning of our relationship, like, uh, like what's happening? Like we were in a band together for like a a year before anything happened or whatever. And it was kind of like a testy waters because we don't want to lose the music or the the friendship. Yeah. still too cold for me and i feel like a stranger when you don't want company you're so heavy won't you tell me why you're worried so i can get some sleep tonight Still drunk or just in the wrong mind No, I don't want to ride home on my own I'll be fine It's on my body Where yours should be His kiss wasn't sweet at all I washed him off so feel him Scrubbed real hard, still feeling on me. After all the shit you put me through, I still miss being that close to you. After all the shit I put you through, I think I finally. Ceiling on the wheel when we both forgot 
to thinking accidentally let the light sink in it was real then covered in light that rocked us softly I didn't want to wash you off me after all the shit you put me performing Lake Sebago right here in the local Bop studio. Um, just to circle back to that single before we turn our attention towards other topics, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the titular location as the way in which it serves as a touchstone for this track, uh, even though that is, uh, you know, some oh part, of, part of the mythos of Mary Hood, if you will. Uh, but I was interesting, you know, that Lake Sebago is a location that's uh, far and away from New York City, and it's closer to your home base, if you will, upstate. And I was wondering if there were any sort of uh, monuments or natural features of the five boroughs specifically that you think would serve as a similar lodestar for a track in the future, if you were to write a track about mm, something in New that's York a City. Good. good. Um, I really like Chinatown. Mm. <laughs> I think there's a cool like vibe there. I don't know. I think that I write things about um, like monumental things happening to me in certain locations i've tried to write more like narrative narrative things about like oh you know like i don't know like but i always come back to like emotions and like um life big life things that happen in certain places mm -hmm. oh yeah. i'd probably write about uh bed because my apartment flooded and it was pretty terrible that is very much something that I guess could inform a lot of other components yeah, of one's life. There's lots of metaphors you can do with flooding too. Yes, truly. Yeah. You know. I feel like uh, you know, uh there's always someone who did it first. I mean, you know, the 
the Israelites. I want to, I want to like give a shout out real quick, you know, and even before that too, uh, Mesopotamians too, like, you know, the flood mythos, if you will, has been a strong touchstone for, for, sure. for creatives, if you will, not, not to label the Mesopotamians as creatives. Um, I'm getting the side from my producer that these, he's, he's making fun of me right now, but I'm, I'm in the right, You're doing uh, great. history, history will exonerate me anyway. Uh, so th- th- perhaps the song from Fire and Gasoline, which we were talking about earlier, that I spent the most time with was I Killed My Cactus, which is just this truly tender, self-effacing vamp. Unrelatedly, I was just wondering, we were talking a little bit about uh, having a green thumb before we started recording, uh, and I was wondering if your relationship with Houseplants had improved since you recorded it that track. It hasn't. It hasn't? Okay. No. You and I are cut from the same cloth. I have a... Um, okay. I have a... So the the newest song that I wrote was called Water the Fern mm-hmm. and it was a it was because I wrote the lyrics in my notepad like my note app or whatever and I had wrote written a note to myself like Water the Fern mm-hmm. and that fern ended up dying. <laughs> was it a hanging so, fern or Um yeah, it was yeah. a hanging fern. But yeah. um yeah, RIP Tina Ferner. Tina Ferner. <laughs> Tina Ferner. Oh, that's such a good plant name. So yeah, so I had the thing like all the lyrics written down and then right above it was water the fern and I was like oh it's kind of like cool like it's kind of like almost like take care of yourself mm-hmm. I don't know I thought of like it was maybe a cool name maybe no, it's I, stupid I don't know no I don't think I think it's really cool I think that a fern is a pretty uh that that's a kind of a high maintenance house plant my it understanding. is it needs a lot of sun it needs a lot of water as I well, feel too. like I thought that it didn't need too much I was putting it right in direct sunlight and then it was dying it was dying. Yeah, and then mm. I put it in the shade, and it was dying. So yeah, in the in the process of my last move, I had to abandon <clears throat> some sort of plant that I never even learned the genus nor species of that was dying, uh, even before I decided to move. Uh, so I'm right there mm. with you in in a lack of capacity yeah. as it relates to the the upkeep of I also of had, house plants. I had one of those ones with the the silver polka dots on it, begonia maculata or something. Mm. Um, that Excellent one's called... Latin. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if that's actually right, but it was uh, named the... Scarlet Joe Planson. Jo- oh, I think I'm like really good at naming plants, but I'm just really bad at keeping them. Mm. Are and there I can't any... like rename them once Are... I get a new one. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to think um, off top if there were any uh, any local bands that you admire or just artists in general that you would you would liken plant names towards. Do you have any other ones in the bank? Is my question mm. for you. Well, Robert fun- Plant, obviously. Robert Plant, well, yeah, that's choice. A, that's um, choice. <laughs> but I've also been trying not to buy plants because I just feel bad. They yeah. deserve better <laughs> parents. <laughs> or are- should I say plant rinse? Am I- <laughs> should have quit. Should have quit while you were ahead. I <laughs> uh moving on um so you made the jump to brooklyn from upstate about a year and a half ago if i understand um yeah so i moved um the summer or no the fall after the pandemic started which was i don't know what year so like september or october of 2020 2020 yeah 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 2022 yeah yes so you you're relatively recent to the new york city scene so i i just wanted to ask um you know there's many different facets uh and sort of segments of the new york city scene Mm -hmm. um so i just wanted to ask about your individual interaction with the collaborators that you sort of fell in with when you moved into new york city what what sort of wisdom have you accumulated in terms of 
your interactions with other musicians and artists in the five boroughs over the year and a half uh, since you moved here? Um, well, you guys are pretty cool. <laughs> we're not that, we're um, not that cool. <laughs> Sam Sumpta of Band BK. Yes. Uh, Sam, yeah, shout out to Sam. You know, shout out we, to Sam. Can we get Actually, some snaps in the studio? Let's do it. Okay. Um, yeah, Sam actually, um, so I saw a ad for, um, uh, work wife, Meredith, uh, I think her last name is pronounced Lamp. Yes, Meredith Lamp, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I saw a thing that she had posted on the Bands to BK page that was like looking for other women to play with or whatever. So I ended up reaching out to her and... She, like, played bass for me for a while. Now she's, like, doing a lot with Colachera. Yes, but also very cool. Still, yeah, yeah, Colachera is also really they, cool, man. They fucking rap, Snaps yeah. for uh, Yeah, Colachera. snaps for Colachera. And snaps them, for Work Life. And snaps for Work Life, of course, too, yeah. I saw Colachera play with Endearments, I believe, too, at uh, Our Wicked Lady. And oh, their, their... I don't know Endearments. Oh, you should check them out. They're former guests on the show. Very oh, cool. very cool. But anyway, yes. So you, you fell in with, with Meredith, yeah. uh, Work Wife slash Colachera, yeah. if you will, too. And I love them. They're all great. Yeah. How did that, like, sort of, I don't know, like, did that lead to anything else in terms of, like, your interactions with the scene Um, or, like, other collaborators or, I guess, or we could just focus in on Meredith, if you will, because I I know they're a very special person. Yeah, well, me and Meredith are writing a song together now. We're actually recording it tomorrow. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so we're excited about the snaps. For, Sna- we don't need to keep snapping. No, let's keep let's doing do it. it. Is this a new feature on the podcast? Or are we just going to get like snaps. a lot of audience sound in the background? I'm into this. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's get some yeah. fake audience sound, though. Or some booze. <laughs> Ooh. No, yeah. You... you guys should have saved it for a feature for what I bombed a question, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm just like tomato splats. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's turn our attention now towards the second track that you're going to perform, which was hinted at previously entitled What Are the Fern? Um beyond our <laughs> brief foray into the world of horticultural horticulturally horticulturalism uh, horticultural horticulturalism horticulturalism yes multi horticulturalism um how do you spell that uh why don't you ask the producer um beyond beyond our foray into the world of plants uh what can you tell me about uh this song absent of uh a shared uh ability between the two of us um in our mutual incapacities to maintain uh house plans um that was a long sentence that I, I, I'm just going to guess that you said, what is the song about? Yes, that's what I said. Right. Yeah, there um, we go. This would be a good time for the audience to boo. <laughs> <laughs> Lots I of didn't words. Get it, yeah. Very wordy. You're doing great. Um, <laughs> so I would say that the song is kind of about, um, well, it's like about a relationship, not super healthy. And, um, I don't know. There's just like, it's kind of like a walking on eggshells type thing. Um, So there's like, you know, I'm getting cut uh, walking around on all the whatever broken glass something. Um, And like, I'll clean up the mess. Like, it's kind of just like um, finding ways to cope with something because you're like tired of trying, you know? That was really dark. (laughs) Anyway. Let's get to the song. 
getting cut, walking around all of the shit that you knocked down. You broke it, you should clean it up. Cause broken things, they pile up. I'm scared of what you say whenever I bring up the pain. So I'll clean up the mess this time. Cause out of sight is out of mind. Stray on the hood of my car that I feed. He'll be back tomorrow. Cause I got what needs. Make me smaller so he will have more room to grow. Maybe that's not healthy, but it's all that I know. How can you? We're close. You leave me when I need you most. I'm wasted on an empty street, hoping someone will bother me. And if they do, will you care then if I never come home again? It's kind of sad the things you do when walls fail to talk back to you. Stray on the hood of my car that I feed. He'll be back tomorrow. Cause I got what needs. Make me smaller so he will have more room to grow. Maybe that's not healthy, but it's all that I know. Trying. Quiet, scared to wake the giant hiding in the bathroom, praying to a half moon. Brought it up, I regret it. Don't wanna talk about it. That's fine, let's forget it. But I haven't yet. I waited for you all. Mary Hood performing Water the Fern right here in the local Bob studio. It's good to be back here. Uh, as a side note, I want to say, Boca, we haven't we haven't done one in this space in a minute. And uh, it's just nice to be doing it with such an exceptional guest, Mary Hood. Thank um, you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. Well, uh, exceptional people. Let's continue that. We'll continue the trend. Some snaps for Boca in the background. And snaps for um, for all you guys. Oh, thank you. Um, 
so looking towards the future, I just wanted to ask what's next for Mary Hood. We've got this breadcrumb trail of new singles that have come out recently, and it just feels like it's alluding towards a future project. And if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But I'm just kind of curious oh, no, about what's on the horizon. About yeah, let's, let's talk about <laughs> it. Um, so the next single we have coming out is called Light Pollution. And I am kind of so I'm working on the music video right now, which I thought was going to be, well, you know, easy. It's like a lot more than I thought it was going to be. But um, I'm kind of basing it on because when we first moved to Brooklyn, we lived like by the Myrtle Broadway stop, which Mm -hmm. was kind of like jarring. Um, I feel like there's like a lot of like inequality is so um, like on display there. Mm hmm. So I was kind of basing it off of, like, how, like, when I thought, when I moved to the city first, I thought it was going to be kind of, like, this, like, glamorous thing, like, how you think of, like, New York City, and then I, like, came to Myrtle Broadway and was like, oh, shit, it's, like, really not that easy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so I kind of, like, made, like, a glamorized, like, kind of like a claymation-type tiny um, diorama of the Myrtle Broadway stop. To kind of be like a Mr. Rogers-esque like look into the city. And so I'm kind of like um, juxtaposing like um, like a fake world with like the real city world. And I don't know where I'm going with it yet, but. Well, there's something kind of idealistic about that. Imagining a better world. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that should be at the heart and soul of all of us, whether we're musicians with a message or just individuals like you know i think there's 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 something noble in that pursuit this idea that you know things aren't great but they could always be better Mm -hmm. yeah for sure Hmm. well we're about to turn our ears and give a listen to light pollution by mary hood um but before that just want to say thank you again mary for coming on this show thank you this was awesome yeah and um i just want to turn it over to you and just say if you have any Final words or parting words uh, for listeners before we give this track a listen. Uh, now's the time to say them. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you. of damaging me If you've got a good imagination You can fall in love with imitation When you 
starts to overthink Close your eyes, pretend it's the real thing from a temporary solution all these stars or street lights in the sun is a light pollution how do you know what to believe when all around you are false gods I reached out to touch you but you were just a mirage cardboard people Paper towns, one gust of wind will knock the city down. I swore the sauce could hold me. It collapsed under my feet. I'm a little skeptical to feel where I'm standing. It all looks real. Don't wanna accidentally move to a paper city. And hold them when I'm hurting Just to find that they're blown away When I wake up the next day Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Local Bops. This podcast was recorded in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and produced by my friend and lord of the game, Billy Coglin, a.k.a. Bilko. If you enjoyed Mary Hood's performance, you can find all of her music at maryhood.bandcamp.com. Be sure to also follow her on Instagram as well, at mary underscore hood. You can find all episodes of the Local Bops podcast at localbops.com, as well as on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can hear the Local Bops Radio Hour every other Tuesday on kpis.fm. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, and Godspeed. Cool.